Thank you so much for joining us for another Southridge Church podcast. Here at Southridge Church, we are the perfect place for imperfect people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. For more information about Southridge Church located in South Charleston, West Virginia, check us out online at southridge.org. That's southridge.org. Good morning, church. I'm so happy to be here. Every time I look at that video, it brings tears to my heart, (laughs) but tears of joy. I'm so happy to be here, and thank you so much, Pastor Scott and your wife, for inviting me to share my story this morning. And I also want to thank this church, Southridge Church. Thank you so much for what you do in releasing children from poverty. In Jesus' name, God bless you so much. My name is Nora Birungi. I'm from Uganda. I'm married. I have three children, 11, 10, and 5, and I've been married for 12 years. I thank the Lord for that. I'm a teacher. I work with special needs children, first and um, kindergarten and first grade, and I love working with them. I come from a family of, five, of six children, and I'm the sixth child. My mother is Ugandan, and my father was of Randy's origin. I was born at a time when the family was at, when the country was at the height of civil conflict, where so many families suffered the socioeconomic consequences. To the urban poor living in the city, like my family, the consequences were dire. My mother was a hairdresser at one of her friend's saloons, and her job highly depended on how safe the city was at that time. The income from her job was really very little and often not enough. On the other hand, my father was a soldier and he served in the Rwandan army. Because of the nature of his job, he only made occasional trips. And I remember as a child, his trips were always made so memorable to all of us as children. My father was a very, very, very good father. He wanted us to have a great future, have a good life, and live like any other normal child. And I was so proud of him because he really, really provided for our family and we entirely depended on him. As time went by, my father's trips stopped and the support started to dwindle. And that was because of the civil conflict in Rwanda that led to the 1994 genocide. It's so sad to let you know that my father and his entire family were killed in that genocide. Life took a terrible turn after my father's death. Life became so hard. We all dropped out of school because of lack of school fees. My brother started serving at building sites at a very, very, very young age. I stayed home as other kids went to school and that deprived me of my self-esteem and self-worth. I stopped dreaming as a child. Like any other child, every child dreams to be so many things. At that time, I dreamed to be a doctor. I dreamed to be somebody in life, but all my dreams were shattered. I can't tell you how many times we got kicked out of the house because of lack of house rent. So the fear of growing up illiterate and homeless were the most terrifying things a child can ever go through. For us at home to have a meal was a miracle. And when I say miracle, it was a real miracle 
because there are so many days we went without food at all. And I remember one time, we had not had a meal the previous night, so I woke up very, 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 very hungry. And I went to my mother's workplace, I was crying, and I told her, Mom, I'm hungry. My mom didn't say anything, she continued working on her customer. And I felt like she ignored, she ignored me. And the lady she was working on asked her, you mean you didn't hear what she said? That's when my mom dropped everything she was doing and started to cry. I saw pain in my mother's eyes, like any other mother. You wish and you want to always give your child what they need. I am a mother and when my child asks me for something to eat, I give it to them. My mother had nothing. And that broke my heart to see my mother cry. This woman she was working on felt pity and she asked her if she could give her something for us to eat. And my mom said, of course, because we had nothing. So she gave her something. But also she asked her if she had heard about Compassion International. My mother had never heard about compassion. We didn't know what compassion was. My mom asked her, what is compassion? What is that? The woman explained to her and said that it's an organization in our local community in one of the churches, and they are sponsoring children just like me. The first thing I asked her was, will they take me back to school? She said, oh yes, that's what they do. Let me tell you, friends, we ran out of the salon to run to that church just to get that miracle of me being registered as a compassion-registered child. I was just 10 years old at that time. So when we reached at the church, the first thing I experienced was the compassion itself. I didn't know what compassion really meant. I didn't even know the meaning of the word. But when I reached there and when I grew up and started to know what compassion means, I remember that that's exactly what I found on that day. A lady came running to me with a nice smile and asked me, would you please like to have something to eat? I remember turning to my mom and asking her, how did they know I was hungry? I said, of course I'd like to have something to eat. So they took me to a line, I got my cup of porridge, and let me tell you, I always tell this to my children because even as I say it right now, I still feel the test of that porridge I took in 1994 when I was just four, 10 years old. The porridge was made out of cornmeal, but the porridge had milk. The milk made it so special because we were so poor that we could not even afford a quarter cup of milk. So for me to have it in porridge was really, really great. I won't lie to you, I took two cups of porridge. <laughs> yes. And after my two cups of porridge, I went to, into a line that changed my life. I got registered as a compassion assisted child when I was just 10 years old. When I got into compassion, they enrolled me back into school immediately. I never, ever lacked anything at school. I had every scholastic material I needed. After a few months, I received the greatest news that every child desires to receive. I received the news that I received sponsors. Jeff and Bonnie, the people you just saw in that video, the people that I always say were the best gift that God ever brought in my life. When I got Jeff and Bonnie Mori, they always wrote to me letters. And I remember in their letters, three things never changed and never missed their letters. They told me, we love you, you make it, and you are special. For me to hear somebody telling me that they love me was really so powerful because no one had ever told me they loved me. Jeff and Bonnie Mori were the first people to tell me that. 
and also to tell me that they believed in me. I thought I was nothing. I didn't know that I was that special, but they told me that and they meant it, that I was special. And they also told me I'll make it. Every child desires to have that word in their life, that they will make it. That kept me pushing and going forward, just to know that people out there loved me and even believed so much in me. And that kept me in school and I wanted to read so hard just not to, to disappoint the people that loved me so much and believed so much in me. When I got those sponsors, those were the gift, best gifts that God ever brought in my life. When I joined Compassion, who was so poor, and Compassion came into my family, not just for me, but for my entire family. My mom was given capital to start up her own business, and that business made miracles for my family. My mom was able to pay school fees for all my other five siblings, and also were able to at least get three meals in a day. So the fear of going home hungry that was dealt with. The fear of becoming homeless because of lack of house rent, that was also cleared by the power of compassion, but above all, in the name of Jesus. And I want to thank the Lord for that. One thing I never forget about compassion and the greatest gift that I received from compassion for me was Jesus Christ. I did not know Jesus Christ. We were not going to church. We didn't know Jesus in our family. But when I got into compassion, I received the greatest gift of Jesus Christ. I remember one time I was in a conference and that time I was struggling with unforgiveness because I always had questions why they killed my family, why they killed my father. And the pastor came and preached about forgiveness. He said that if you do not forgive, you won't be forgiven. I felt like he was pointing right at me. That's when I decided to forgive the people who hurt me by killing the people I loved so much. And I gave my life to Jesus Christ, a decision I have never, ever regretted. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you, because of the love of Jesus Christ, my mom gave her life to Jesus Christ. My siblings gave their life to Jesus Christ. And today, my sister is a pastor by the power of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to thank you so much for saving children from poverty in Jesus' name and giving them a future. I asked Bonnie one thing, how did you choose me to be your child? She told me when I came to the table, just like the table we have laid down there, she picked up a packet that had my picture, like those children you are seeing in these packets. And when she saw me, she saw that my birthday was almost near hers, and she chose me to be her sponsored child. She spent whatever she was contributing every single month until I graduated with a bachelor's degree in social work and social administration because of her sacrifice. You can make that difference today. Pastor Scott, thank you. So um, you've heard a little bit already about uh, compassion, and so this is where Southridge Church comes in uh, to this. Our, our vision uh, back in 2020, before we got involved with compassion, um, we knew that we needed to expand our mission opportunities and our mission partners uh, beyond just what we were doing here locally, what we were doing with New York City, um, but we knew that we wanted to go international. And I got a call from a guy from Compassion named Doug West. He said, hey, can I sit down with you and tell you a little bit more? 
about Compassion International. I said, absolutely. <clears throat> so I sit down, they tell us all of this amazing stuff that they're doing. Um, and I told them, I said, here's one thing that's, that's really important to us here at Southridge Church is that we want to, uh, we don't want to sponsor kids from all over the place. We want to pick one place where we can focus all of our efforts because that's how we do our mission work here at Southridge Church. We try to find one place and pour all of our resources and attention into that place so that way over many years we can look back and see the difference that we made. We don't want to make little tiny differences in a lot of places. We want to make a really big difference that we can look back in. That's what we do here locally with our local schools. That's what we do in New York City. That's what we've done previously in Nicaragua and now going to be in Ecuador. But when it comes to compassion, our major focus is the little uh, country right there that you see that's lit up with their flag of Tanzania. So today, if you choose to sponsor, yes, you're committing to a monthly um, gift to help sponsor someone just like Nora. The other part of this, though, is in 2024, we are going to be planning our first trip as a church to where you will be able to go to Tanzania and meet your children right at the Compassion Center and spend time with them, get to know them, and share the love of Jesus with them as well, which was another big part of our vision was we wanted something where we could go and share uh, personally, not just send resources, but also to be able to go face-to-face -face as well. So that's part of our big uh, vision. As I was listening to Nora uh, speak just, just a couple of moments ago, um, the Lord kind of directed me to Matthew chapter 25. It says that when the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His glorious throne and all the nations will be gathered before Him and He will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on His right and the goats on His left and then the King will say to those on His right, Come, you who are blessed by My Father. Take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So the, the other part of this sponsorship with, uh, and this partnership with Compassion International is the vision to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. And, and Jesus is telling his disciples as he's sitting here preaching in Matthew 25, he says that when, when I come in my glory, I'm going to separate people into two groups, and there's going to be one group that, that I'm going to say, well done. You, when, when I was hungry, you did something about it. Your faith went further than just your church attendance. Your faith went further than just your quiet time in the morning 
it, your faith went beyond just what it is with just you and God because our relationship, our, our faith is not just a vertical faith where it's just private between me and God. There's also a horizontal aspect of it that is about people and it's about loving people as well. And so Jesus says, I, I, I separate the ones that, that they, they did that for me and when you do it for the least of these, you're doing it for me. So, so when Megan and I and our family sponsor Shabilu and we send our monthly gift to uh, help him make sure he's getting an education, getting plenty to eat, that he, someone is pouring into him spiritually, and all the different things that Compassion International does, um, when we do that, it's not just about us, but it's also about what we can do for him. It's about what we can do for others. And as a church, together, coming together, we can make a huge difference together. And so I, I'm really excited for the opportunity that we have um, here as a church to do this um, as well. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded actually of James chapter 2. We just read it this morning in our pre-service meeting. Um, James, the brother of Jesus, writes, he says, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers. Be doers of the word. Like your faith should always produce different action. We talk about it here a lot at Southridge, that our behavior, how we live our life is always the result of our belief, right? So yes, it starts with our faith and our belief, but then our behaviors always flow from that. So, so we, we, we can't say that we are, are followers of Jesus if we don't care about the people that Jesus cares about. If we don't do something for the people that... Jesus would do something for. And when we do that, when my family sponsors Shabilu, I don't just do it for him, but I'm also at the same time doing it for Jesus. And so that is, that's the beauty of Compassion International. And so here's how you can take your next steps. Whether you're here in this room or whether you're on the other side of that camera, here's how you can take your next steps. Um, first, if you're in this room, during the next song... There are compassion booths that are set up in the back of the room, in the prayer room, also out in the next steps room. There will be volunteers there to help you. Essentially, what you're going to do is you're going to take one of their packets. You're going to fill that out. We want you to fill it out today and leave it here today. You, you do have the option to take it with you, and then maybe you bring it back next Sunday, maybe you don't. But if you feel the Lord right now calling you to, to sponsoring a kid, I want to just challenge you to take this next song to go and to do that. If you're watching at home, um, online, or maybe you're in here and you don't want to go to the table and you just like doing everything digitally, which is totally cool um, as well, all you have to do is hit the QR code on the screen in front of you and there is a link that will send you directly to a website that is specially made for Southridge Church. Again, if you don't use this link, if you just go to Compassion's website, there's no way to, to ensure that you will get a kid from Tanzania, but that special link on our link tree um, on the QR code, we'll make sure that that child that you are sponsoring is from Tanzania. And all the kids that we have on board here today in these packets are all from Tanzania. Again, because we want to make sure we are focused on one place and digging out a trench of ministry impact that we can look back throughout the years and see all that we've done. Our vision is to eventually say that Southridge Church sponsors a whole village worth of kids, which is probably 250 plus kids. We're at about 50 
right now. Our goal for our first Compassion Sunday two years ago was 50 kids. We got 54 that year. There's still 50 of them that are active. Our goal this year is to see that increase. Yes, thank you. Our goal this year is to see us add another 30 kids. Another 30 kids. Because I know a lot of you, you're already doing it. We've got 50 families already doing it. Some of you, maybe the Lord's really been blessing you, and you're like, you know what? I think that we could take on another kid. That's fantastic if you want to do that today. But if you have not taken this next step to, to child sponsorship, to release a child from poverty in Jesus' name, then during this next song, go ahead and take your next step to a compassion table or hit that QR code. You can make an unbelievable difference. We got to have lunch with Nora yesterday. Nora grew up in the program, now has her master's degree, living here in the Washington, D.C. area, making a difference in other kids' lives. And so the investment that her sponsors made is now trickling down to all the kids that Nora touches, all the churches that um, Nora goes to speak at, and all of those kids and all the impact that they will have, all because one family said yes. One I mean, you could literally today, through your partnership with Compassion, you could change countless lives. Some that you will never even know. What an incredible opportunity. My prayer is that you would take the opportunity to say yes to this. To say yes to the vision that we have for releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, first I thank you. I thank you for Nora's sponsors, for the impact that they made that is now even impacting those of us that got to sit in here and hear her story. God, I, I, I think of our compassion sponsorship with Shabilu, and I pray that one day his life would make such an unbelievable impact I pray for every kid that is sponsored from the ministries of Southridge Church that together we might create another generation of Christ followers in Tanzania that would be world changers, that would be community changers. And I'm thankful, God, that we get to be just a small part of that. I pray through all of this that not one of our, not us, not this church, not even compassion would get the glory. That all of this would be done in Jesus' name. That the world would look and see a church full of people that actually live out their faith. That care for the least of these. That put their faith into action. That they don't just fill up nice comfy seats for an hour every week, but that they are doing things to help the least of these and to show people your glory and your love. So God, I pray that you would speak to our hearts. 
and challenge us to a next step today. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for joining us today here at Southridge Church. You can always find us online on Facebook and Instagram at SRCWV. You can also find us on YouTube as well by searching Southridge Church. Here at Southridge Church, we are on a mission to be the perfect place for imperfect people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ impacting lives around the corner and around the world. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week.